Hi, I'm Ben, and I'm joined this week by Song Wu, who graduated top of his class at Seoul University in business. It should have been a catchphrase, the show we're talking about. We're going to talk about Squid Game. This is actually Sean. Hello. Um, that should have been the show's catchphrase. The <laughs> yeah. amount of times people said that. What? That, oh, did you know he graduated top of his business class from Seoul <laughs> University? Cleverest guy in the neighborhood. Yeah. He's trying to shout off about his friend, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he can suck my dick. <laughs> um, do you want Squid Game? So massive spoilers ahead. Um, you should watch the show. and Chasing that ambulance again, aren't Chasing we? Chasing that ambulance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should um, go and watch that and then listen to this or we'll probably spoil it for you. Yeah. Number one. Number one in Netflix. Yeah. Of all time, actually. Of all time. Yeah. hundred Was it 120 views? 120 million. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, worldwide, Bridgerton got like eighty million or something. Like yeah, that. but Bridgerton. Feel like what even is Bridgerton? I don't even know what it's like. Downton Abbey, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, no people are too in love with that shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So the premise of Squid Game is that they will come and find you if you, uh, if you are. Well, the premise, I guess, is if you're if you're in severely in debt, then yeah. then the kind of the, the game masters prey on your weaknesses and your vulnerabilities are being broke and desperate. So they only approach people that are usually massively in debt due to gambling, poverty, uh, etc. Or just bad business decisions. Yeah. Or embezzlement. Yeah. Or a combination of all. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And the prize is like 47 billion uh, Korean yen. I think it's yen. One. One. Um, which equates to about $38 billion US. About £27 million, pounds, I think. Billion. Billion pounds. It is billion, yeah. No, I thought it was £27 million. No, pounds. they're billion. It's, we're talking billions here available. You sure? Yeah. So it's in the article. Oh, wow. it's a lot. So, yeah. Um, it, that is obviously puts you right up there as being one of the richest men on the planet. Yeah. How would you make your money, Mr. Carter? Competed in a squid game. Killed everybody. I killed everybody that was. Sure, it's billion. I thought it was million. I should have swore I read somewhere it's million. Well, either way, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Um, and you have to play a series of games as 456 competitors. You're all taken to a location. You're knocked out and taken to a location. Yeah. Where you wake up having been dressed. That was I found that weird. Yeah, everyone was pretty calm and casual about being kidnapped. They kind of woke up. They were like, Ugh. I'd have been like. I'm in a strange up. room. My clothes have been changed. Yeah, they, what, so they've seen me naked oh, yeah. straight away. I'm in this pretty cool tracksuit. They would have seen you naked because you you go uh, commando. That's true. They would have seen me in my underwear. They let you keep your underwear, I'd imagine. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they give you some official Squid Game underwear. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be like, I would I would wear that. I'd be like, fuck this shit. You'd get the briefs. <laughs> no, I'm just... You'd be like, why have I got briefs on? I'd just be like, no. Yeah, take them off. Throw them into the corner. Not for me. And they'd stick to the wall. <laughs> They've only been on for like a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> that's how That's how your body hasn't got used to underwear now. Yeah, you, you would just sweat immediately. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, 456 players. They're slowly whittled down via uh, each game. Via, via a series of six games. Yeah. I was slightly disappointed to find out that the first game is actually not um, red light, green light. It is the... Um, Oh God! What's it? When they're selected, they they are they have to play a game where they have to throw a like a tile down, yeah, uh, and flip the opponent's tile. It's a really common game, in, or it used to be a very common game in Korea amongst children, yeah. Uh, and that was like the first game. That's how you get accepted in, yeah. 
and then you have to, uh, and then we, even though everyone lost against that guy and he won every single time, yeah, apparently it's really difficult, yeah, and he's a master of it, yeah. I wonder if he went to a job interview and they were like, Can you flip tiles really well? and he was like, But you should ask that, that's like the only skill I have, yeah. And they're like, Show us, and he just did it, and they were like, You're hired, do it again, you're hired. <laughs> If you're a Westerner of a certain age, think um, think Pogs. Yeah, it's literally Pogs. But bigger yeah. and heavier. Yeah. But yeah, think Pogs. Um, you play Pogs, basically. Yeah. Um, and, it, I mean, it is a good show. There's lots of twists. I think the acting is pretty decent. Yeah. It's obviously dubbed. Good. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think the, the dubbing is, is horrific, although I, I've been watching more anime. I'm, I'm less fussed by it now. Yeah. You know, they have said that the dubs are, and the subtitles that we've been given aren't completely accurate, aren't are they? They never are. No, it's as close as they like. Um, the one, the one actor, the woman, I can't remember her name. The one that's a bit of a thug and she keeps trying to be like mouthy and trying to get onto like everyone's team, but nobody really wants her. Yeah. Apparently, they they dub her and they sub her as sounding really common and like trashy. All right. That's not actually how she sounds at all. So they just wanted her to sound yeah. like that to fit her character better. So they changed. Gotcha. So in the one thing, she was like, what are you looking at? Whereas they dubbed it as um, something like, uh, what did they dub it as? Something really aggressive, like quit fucking looking or quit fucking staring or something yeah. like that to make her sound more aggressive. She had a great plan, though, sneaking in those cigarettes in her vag. <laughs> yeah, that's what you would have done. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Nah, because I'd have to put it on my ass, and I'm not really. I don't want really to do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> my ass is a one-way system, man. It only oh, goes nice. out. I'm not storing anything up there. <laughs> and who thought to smoke it? I know it's in a little tube, but uh, I thought she put it in condom. I thought she had it in like in a little sort of Kinder egg kind of. I tube. thought it was a condom, then a tube. Well, it would have been the condom too. Yeah, but even yeah, so, I don't. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah. So basically, in each game they play. Obviously, after the tile game, which Ben just explained, uh, which gets you into the Squid Game. Once you're there, you sign away basically your rights to basically life. <laughs> you get yeah, as long as you keep playing, you put yourself in at risk, at risk of death until the games are over. Each game, if you lose, you die. The first game is like well, after you've joined the Squid Game, is rich, red light, green light, isn't it? Red light, green light, which takes about half the players out. Mainly due to mass panic, which I could understand. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's They like, weren't told. They weren't told. <laughs> no. So you've got, like, 456 people all stood in the open. Oh, we're going to play red light, green light. Okay. And everyone's just like, yeah, great, hey. Two young lads at the beginning thought it was just a fun little race. Yeah, so they started running immediately. And as they didn't stop in time, they were just gunned down. Yeah, he fell, didn't he? He um, fell forwards, so it shot him. I know, you see, but I will give them the due. No one unduly suffers. No. They yeah. put out of their misery pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, the, the one guy that didn't die and then they nailed the box shut and put him in the furnace probably suffered a little bit. Yeah. He was shot, but it was non-fatal. And he tried getting out of the box and they just pushed his hand back in, stapled it shut and shoved him in the furnace. Yeah, there was that. He probably suffered a little bit. But that's just really unlucky. Yeah, yeah. You but, know, if you're the only one, because they whittled it down to like 200 and something straight away, didn't yeah. they? Most, Half the people died in the first most game. Most people died instantly, and those that didn't were being um, having their organs extracted for the yeah, most part. See, what I didn't get with that, because obviously they were standing... You're, you're a, if, you've, if you're aware of the show or you've watched the show, the, the striking thing I thought about it was the, the guards' outfits. The staff, the, yeah. the, the, the pink jumpsuits with the, the awesome weird... mask. PlayStation control, PlayStation symbol mask was yeah. the first thing I thought. They're awesome though, because they kind of go like that. They close shut, don't they? Yeah. 
and they um, they alter the voice a little bit as well. And they do something voice wise. They all sound the same. Yeah. Um, I think the aesthetic of the show is amazing. Actually, yeah, the color scheme, um, the color scheme, the way the sets are designed. All the sets are designed on like famous paintings. Like that one, the stairs. Yes, that's yeah, based yeah. on that, like infinite infinity staircase. And it painting. is, it is great. I mean, and there's twists and turns. And I mean, we, like I say, we give a spoiler alert out. Um, we both picked up on the major reveal fairly early. We did indeed. The old man was very sketchy. Um, number one, he is like he is zero zero one. That's his player number. He's, he's the oldest guy there. He's got to be like 80, 90. Hard to tell with a. With Southeast Asian people because they I'd do say, age well. I'd say he's in his late eighties. Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, and his backstory is saying, "Oh, you know, I've got a brain tumor, so I, I yeah. thought it's not getting, it's going to go away, it's not going to get any better. Yeah. So this is why I'm here. I want to make enough. I want to win this money, so um, they yeah, I can give the money to my family. And, you know, I've been playing the game every year, every single year. There's rich people and. Um, He's basically been one of the hosts. If if there might be other hosts all over the world, we don't know. I really like the idea of there being an American one and a China one. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Location. But at the very least, we know he hosts every year because there's folders saying each year and each year's contestants and each year's winners. And obviously, because he's got old, he got fed up of just watching and decided, well, I'm going to die this year. I might as well finally take part in my game. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. You know, you're the only person other than me that worked out he was sketchy. Yeah, well, I just thought... By like it was episode two or three for you, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was fairly quick. I only got it because I thought, why, why didn't the uh, the snipers on red light, green light pick up? Well, the motion sensor pick up when I'm shaking because it means so old mm. and shaky. And then, him, like when everyone else ran backwards, he walked forwards. So I was like, yeah. that's a bit sketchy. So I rewound it. When I rewound it, I realised that the scanner wasn't picking up on him. Yeah, everyone so else was green or red, and he wasn't. He wasn't on the scanner. And it's kind of like a blink and you miss it moment. Yeah, see, I didn't get that at first. I had to go back and watch it. There was more online when I finished watching it. I went online and there's several, like the bit where they're doing tug of war, and we will talk about all the games in a minute. When they're playing tug of war, everyone else is padlocked to the rope and he's not. Ah. He's just got the shackles loosely on his wrist. Interesting. Which I didn't notice that. No, one. I didn't notice but that. There's several apparently. But I, by that point, I'd already decided yeah, that he, he was the one organizing it. So I was, yeah. I was like, well, if they stick with him, they'll be all right. Yeah, and then, well. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, it's like Star Wars when you've got four or five of the main characters on one ship and they're in danger. You're like, nah, nothing's going to happen here. We're fine. Yeah, you're going to be all right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like the first game, I mean, that's that's the shock factor, I think, because everyone's just like, oh, this is this is what's this show about then? Yeah. And next thing you know, everyone's getting good and down. That's what drew everyone into it because a lot of people I spoke to said episode one wasn't that strong. Even you said, I don't know if this is going to be a good show. Because, but it was that kind of thing that kept people watching, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was the fact that I disliked the main character in the first episode. Yeah. He, he grew on me as the show went on, but I thought, you know, he's heavily in debt, but he's still got enough money to go and gamble, and I have very little sympathy for gamblers who lose yeah, or gamblers who win for that matter. I you? thought he was a bit of a, a simp. <laughs> thought he was a bit pathetic. I thought he was quite a cheerful, an optimistic person that's just kind of, the world's kind of shit on him, and he's just made a lot of mistakes and not learned from them. I don't know. Optimistic, maybe. Yeah. You said you rem I reminded you of him because I've. It's like... Well, it's his happy-go-lucky attitude. Everyone was shitting their pants through the whole of it, and for the most part, he was quite smiley and cheerful till about he, episode five. He was quite calm, yeah. considering, in all fairness. Yeah, and I just thought that reminded me of you a little bit. You're all kind of like 
you don't panic much under pressure and uh, you would be the one trying to break the ice with jokes while everyone was shitting their pants. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, yeah, he was just quite cheerful when everyone else was miserable or aggressive. Yeah, and there are some dickheads characters in the show. Yeah. The um, the, the gangster guy just annoyed me. Yeah, he was just a generic asshole. That you I was just like, it. is someone just going to fucking kill him or what? Well, it kind of followed the anim trope, didn't it, of, a, of like a full season, because obviously we both watch anime now, so you you know this. A full season of anime usually has the main villain, and it has side villains, doesn't it? Yeah. He's yeah. a side villain, isn't he? He's a side so, villain. And then yeah. usually sometimes you have a surprise villain, which was his friend, as it turns out. So it kind of followed that that sort of... Did you know that his friend finished top of his class of business at Seoul University? <laughs> did he really? He did, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Glad you could tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you find that out? Well, I just mentioned once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll cover the games and then we'll cover the characters and then we'll t- say what we think about it. So game one obviously was red light, green light. It killed off about half of them because they weren't really... Um, they didn't know that it was a death game at this point. Obviously, very quickly they learned it was a death game. About 200 of the players died, didn't they? Yeah, something like that. So about 200 players, so nearly half, because it was about 460... 463. 63. So after that, they were basically completely panicked and they decided to vote on whether or not they could um, stay or leave because it was in the contract that they, if everyone agreed, or at least over 50% agreed, like in a vote, they could go home. They voted, went home, and was going to get on with their lives, but... Literally realised that most of them didn't really have a life. So yeah, because they had the option to go back. They had the card, and almost all of them went back, didn't they? About thirty. Yeah. We've got a little bit of a theory that maybe those thirty that didn't come back would be approached in the future as staff. We're thinking that's how staff are recruited, possibly. Because how are they getting staff? Uh, I'm guessing either either winners or people that have played before. Because how are you going to explain this in an interview? Or possibly sort of. Prisoners, maybe. mercenaries, uh, maybe, maybe you know people who maybe discharge because whoever, whoever's if you're going to be one of the staff, you've got to be yeah. prepared to put a bullet in someone's head. That young lad seemed too young to be a mercenary. He could have been like booted like, out of the like Japanese 17. defense force for something. You don't know. Maybe you know you've got to have your experience. You've got to be. We don't see any of them getting trained, but they yeah. all seem to know how to use firearms, and they don't mind putting a bullet in someone's well, head. Pretty much all of its close range, though, where anyone could hit them. Yeah, but you still got to pull the trigger. Yeah, true. You know, but if someone's if begging for their life, you've still got to pull the before, trigger. They've done it before, though, because there's, there's levels, isn't there? There's the circles that are the lowest, then the triangles, then the squares. So if you're a circle... Oh, well, it is hip to be square. If you're a circle, maybe you get trained to shoot. Yeah, uh, maybe. you get promoted to triangle, then square. But that, that kid was a square, and he was only like 17, 18. So I'm thinking either you're um, a prisoner in a private prison, and mm. then it's basically your way of getting out early because these guys are rich and they can do anything, so they can probably get you a new new passport, new identity, or you're a previous player and you've basically learned how to survive by killing people. Mm, or, or you decided to go home after the first game and then they recruit you at a later date, train you. I'd imagine you get training off screen, but they didn't really go into staff, and we're hoping if there's a season two, we find out more about staff. On to the second game. Which is the honeycomb game. That game was a little bit boring to me. It fair. was. It was. It was just like, oh. But what it is is they say, It was okay. building tension, wasn't it? It was. It was, it yeah. was all of a sudden, if you picked a shit shape, and there was four shapes, wasn't there? Yeah. What shapes were there? Um, square, circle, triangle. triangle, and umbrella. Which was a bit weird, because there was no umbrella in the game. <laughs> no. But um, they sort of, because they don't tell you what the game is, you sort of... 
you know, it's like, oh, well, just line up in front of a shape and there you go. Yeah. Off your trot. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, now you see a shape, cut that out of a honeycomb, but if you break a tiny piece of it off, shot in the head. Yeah. If that's that's what happens. If you break it, you fail. That is a traditional game. They play it in Japan as well. If you break it, break it, you fail. Uh, in this game, you're dead. Uh, obviously, the easier the shape, the less likely it is to break. If there's any thin parts on the shape, the more likely it is to break. That's why a triangle, circle, square is best because they are nice, big, solid things. Whereas the umbrella has a stem bit, which is yeah, you the handle curves. Bit, yeah, which is very, very hard to do and likely to break. So obviously, if you get that, you are probably going to die. Umbrella. I don't know what the survival rate for the umbrellas was. I'd imagine probably only about four or five people survived the umbrella. He would. He would have. He was very careful. And he would have run out of time had he not licked it, yeah, the main yeah. character. So, and that was because he was being so careful. Everyone else probably saw the time and started to rush and probably broke all theirs the same sort of time That's he started, just before he started licking his, I would imagine. Because as soon as they saw him lick it, they started licking it. And I'd imagine most of them were umbrellas. Probably. They were just like, That's the only way they're going to get through. Yeah. <laughs> so, that one wasn't a very fun game to watch. But the idea behind that was building tension and making us understand the gravity of this. Literally, right at the beginning, there was a guy and he failed straight away. And he was sat at the top of the slide and they shot him. He just slid down the slide, blood yeah. everywhere. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is the plane for keeps now. We need to make sure we don't fail. And this is where you see the start of his friend who, where did he go again? Was it was it a business Soul school? University. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was it. top of his class, you know. Yeah, he graduated he really? top of his class, yeah. That's yeah. when we find out that he's a bit of a dirtbag right from the beginning because he worked out what the game was, being the clever bastard he is, because I think he went to university. He was top of his class. Was he top yeah. of his class? And, a business class, I hear. <laughs> and he worked out what it was and let his, his childhood friend pick an umbrella. Like yeah. Douchebag. That's the thing, because he's... the. They've kind of gave, got a little team. They've got the old boy, he was number one, we'll call him. Yeah. And this Pakistani guy, Ali, Ali, who's a, an immigrant and therefore sort of lowest of the low in Korea because he's an immigrant who's in debt. Yeah, illegal immigrant. Illegal immigrant yeah. who's in debt. So they you know, weren't paying him and they didn't have to because he was illegal. Yeah. Yeah, that's a valid point. So it's. Um, they had uh, the young girl who was from North Korea, a defector. Yes. And trying to get money so that she could get her mother over. Her father had drowned. She, her brother was in care because she couldn't afford to keep him because she was spending all of her money trying to get her mother from North Korea, which is incredibly difficult to do. They did get her out once, but they sent her back because she only managed to make it to China and trying to kick them all back to North Korea. Yeah. So she was part of the team. I can't remember her name. And then was it Song Woo? Song Woo. Song Woo, who I think he finished off of his class. It did. And then the business class late, at Seoul University, yeah. no less. At a later date, they got a few more members, didn't they? They get that woman that smuggled stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but see, that's where you start. They're so, the core cast. That's where I started thinking about Songwoo and thinking, you're, you might have finished top of your class at but Seoul University. You're, a, you're an evil bastard. I suspect that you're here to win at any. Well, I mean, you, if you, the thing is, you're there to win at any cost anyway, because it's not going to be, yeah. you're not going to get to the final two. But he was and a, just shake hands and go, let's split the money, are you? But he was about to kill his ally on game two just yeah. to get rid of one more player. That's how sketchy he is. And logically, you should think, right, these games are going to get harder and there might be some team games, so I need a nice, strong team. Reliable people that will stick up for me. Uh, the beauty of it is the people who run the game really do fuck with them. Yeah, because... In, in, in respect of team games, as, as time, we'll get to. Yeah, as time goes on, they obviously, it's that's a solo game, just like the first one. But then as the games go on, they encourage teamwork. And then from there, they encourage you to do away with teamwork. But you've just created best friends. 
Yeah. And how do you do with that? You have to become a scumbag. <laughs> right, what is the next game? Tug of war. Tug of war. Simple as it sounds, tug of war. Team up, make some friends. Yeah, so 10, 10 people for a team. There's 40 people left at this point. Yeah. There's four teams. Yeah, they lost a lot of people in the last game. Yeah. Um, and they end up with number one, the old boy. He was like, he's 90, but he's like, no, well, look, I, when I played, he seems very knowledgeable about this. Yeah. Because when I played, it's, it doesn't matter who you've got on your team because they end up with women on their team. Two women. Is it two or three? Two or three, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously him, an old man, yeah, so against the team mostly of men. This is probably the second strongest team. That's it. And, and the old boys, like, and they're shackled to the, the rope. And if they, obviously, they've got a sort of either side of a bridge, there's a gap in the middle, the rope's fed through a hanging circle with a guillotine, guillotine. blade. And if you get pulled over, pulled to the edge of the thing, you lose the game. Then guillotine that rope, comes down. Guillotine mm. comes down and cuts that rope. And you fall to your death because it's really high up. It is. And basically, they're all like on the elevator on their way up to this tug of war game. They're like, fuck, we're dead. We're, we're dead. There's one guy starts praying, man, I hate that guy. Yeah. I was like, Ben's going to hate that guy. Yeah. He's like, we need to pray to God. We need to... It's like, dude, you just happily watched a bunch of people die so you can make some money. Don't get praying to God. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that God's not on your side that, right now. That one girl was like, quit praying. You're an idiot. <laughs> so you just let everyone die. And he's just like, Oh, we need to. Only God will save us. They literally get up to the top of there. They're like, yeah, we're fucked. We're going to die. And the old goes, relax, guys. I've got a plan. I know how to win this. Yeah. Surefire way to win this. Yeah, I played this loads when I was younger. And you can, there's a way to win with like, doesn't matter who you've got on your team. It's all about the strategy and working together. The getting and... one person either side is actually quite clever. Yeah. But the lean back thing, I think they've tested that on YouTube. A group of people tested right. it and they didn't ha it didn't help. There was something about the lead one either side. That's clever. But also there was a way they were stood at the start. They were stood facing to the side. Yeah. And then there was came a point in the game when they started to and they held the rope. Yeah. And the other team couldn't budge them. Where they turned, yeah, they leaned back and leaned back, and then it was like a sort of a foot stamping motion, yeah, yeah, like all stomp. in unison, and then all of a sudden they jumped forwards, yeah, and that's what made made them fall slightly forwards, but then the whole team fell, yeah, and it was it was quite clever. That was actually by by Song Wu. It was his plan, wasn't it? The old guy came up with most of that, didn't he? No, yeah, but he literally said, um, "When I say go, jump forwards." Ah, yes, sure. yeah, they jumped. Yeah. That's when they jumped a few forwards, a few. Steps forwards, and the main the main character he fell. You knew he went over the edge. He went yeah. completely over the edge. But then they all then pulled back. And if Ali wasn't the anchor, yeah. he full on yanked that rope and pulled everyone back because he went over, and everyone on the other side fell on their ass. And then before they could get up, they also Ali started pulling him back onto the ground, and they started pulling him over, and mm. they managed to get him over. Poor, naive, trusting Ali. That was a really good strategy, though, because Ali was by far the strongest. That guy yeah. was hench as heck. He's an immigrant strength. And they were like... Illegal legal immigrant strength. How do you think he yeah. got there? He fucking rode, probably. They were like, let's put a really strong anchor, a really reliable person at the back, and a really confident leader at the front, and it worked perfectly. And maybe that's why they won. That, oh. and, that, that and Song, Song Wu's strategy of just jumping forwards all of a sudden because it made them all fall back because there was no tension on the road. Well, he's a clever guy. He is, yeah. Went to university, you know. Did he finish top of his class? Yeah, I believe he did. Sure it wasn't second. <laughs> no, definitely top. Definitely top. Yeah. So, yeah, they won that. The preacher guy starts praying for everyone's deaths and the, the young girl that's joined the crew now, she's another young girl, 
Uh, you don't really know much about her. She does go into it a little bit about how her father, her father and mother died. Wasn't or... her father a preacher? Yeah. And he used to beat her mum and pray to God for yeah. forgiveness until he, so, one day he killed her and so then she, then she killed, him. killed him. Yeah, that's that's all you really know. She doesn't really have anyone in her life. She's religious scumbags. Yeah, so she tells the preacher to shut up. She's yeah. she's new to the crew. She she gels pretty quickly with the rest of them. And then they move on to the next game. They do. Um, obviously, just remember that we, we we've skipped a little bit. As there was a massive uh, brawl in the. Yeah, they basically starved them out before that game occurred. They basically they had something like seventy players left, didn't they? That's right. And they got rid of like twenty or three because they decided they were going to weed out the week before they did the tug of war. So they didn't want a bunch of weak ass games because obviously rich people are watching this and they've got to have their fun. So they gave them just a soda and a little boiled egg. And that's all they had to eat for the rest of the day. So obviously they were starving, hungry. Some of them stole off other players so that yeah. they could eat. The criminal guy did that. And then when a guy said, where's my food? They then argued and he said, he stole my food. So the criminal guy beat the shit out of him. Killed him. beat him to death. And then instead of the guards acting and stopping it, like the main character and several others said, you know, you need to stop this. This is wrong. He's just murdered a man. Sure him, save the guy, bring him back from the dead or something, you know, resuscitate him. Uh, instead of doing that, they just went and turned off one of the numbers on the screen and another, what was it? Million one or something like that was something added to the, was added to the, to the piggy bank, <laughs> which I love the fact that it's a giant glass <laughs> piggy bank. So then the players all just clicked and they were like, oh, so we don't actually have to finish all these games. We can just kill everyone and then whoever's left gets the money. Yeah. So then in the middle of the night, all these gangs start killing each other. And there's some pretty brutal deaths in that. They're pushing people off. The, the bunk beds are like five, six high. They're pushing people off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They're that, breaking necks with bed sheets. I'm it's... pretty sure the one that wrapped the bed sheet around the neck and then threw him off the bed and his neck snap was the preacher. Ugh. Pretty sure it was him. There was people being stabbed, weren't they? They yeah. were finding like bits of metal and stabbing each other. Yeah, I'm getting metal bars. Yeah, off they were take you could really it was really easy to unscrew the bed frame. So people were taking bits of the bed frame and beating the shit out of each other. The main characters get the shit kicked out of him with yeah. a bit of the bed frame. And then Ali being the tank that he is, when the big gang of thugs come after the main group, he literally do doesn't take off part of the main the little bit of bed frame. Oh, yeah. He takes the whole thing that holds all three bed frames. <laughs> together because it's like a triple bunk bed he takes it it's like a fucking eight foot long pole and he just starts swinging it about <laughs> like fuck off i'll take you all on it's like a tree isn't it yeah. he's just swinging it about like come on then you got big dick energy right there he does doesn't he yeah. it's like that's the guy you want on tug of war that is um that whittles the numbers down even more and it is like um, a lord of the flies style scenario what a creature man is that you will destroy his his home yeah they realize that oh we could just kill people yeah, yeah. a little bit it's the quickest way to the money that's it you yeah. know, that money is literally just sat there in the dorm yeah just up the, up the ceiling um piggy bank piggy bank we get a little side plot now of the guards using the bodies to uh basically I, i'm always assuming this is the guards own little private gig yeah i think they're selling the organs, selling organs illegal on the black market to be yeah. imported to china china is the world's largest supplier of black market yeah. organs so. so either these guys are ex-criminals mercenaries like ben thinks or they, they might be ex-players they're desperate for money anyway if they're because they're risking getting into trouble i mean two two of them get caught and one of them gets shot in the ear, in the head, yeah. doesn't he? So you're risking a lot to do this, but they're doing it because they're desperate for money. They've even got a doctor play, who's playing the game, and they're saying, oh, well, we'll tell you what the next games are if you uh, harvest these organs for us. 
True. And you also got an interesting subplot going on where a police detective is trying to find his brother. Yeah. Because he filmed Since the game card. One. Since game one. Yeah, he filmed the card in his brother's apartment and he's like, shit. So he's like trying to find his brother. That, yeah. that was the one actual subplot that, um, that I, a, I didn't get. That was the most interesting one I found. Yeah, I, it, I didn't get the twist. I didn't guess it. Didn't you? No. I, I did. I was just assuming the brother was dead and that I was did, it. but uh, it took me to episode five or six to guess that. Yeah. But um, I initially thought he was the young lad that got shot right at the beginning in game mm. one. But then later on, I thought he's one of the he's one of the staff. And then when he took that guy's helmet off and executed him, just before he executed, him, I thought that was his brother. And then just after that, I was like, no, nah, it's not. It's definitely, definitely the the um, overseer. Yeah, well, front, front, the front man, front man, the front man. Yeah, he's interesting because literally this operation has obviously been going on for decades, and it's like a tightly knit organization. Yet he manages to sneak in, and they they've got scanners to check who you are. All the yeah. staff, all the players, they put little chips in your ear if you're a player. If you're staff, I think it's on like the back of your neck or back of your ear. But um, yeah, and he manages to infiltrate this really tightly knit organization yeah, yeah. kills one player becomes that uh, one staff member was it a circle 29 yeah he kills 29 a circle he infiltrates which is one of the lower level staff and then later on uh a, a square which is one of the higher ones like a manager he's um killed by by uh, the front man isn't he he's killed yeah. by the front man for getting the, his face revealed so he uses that basically to get into a new locations to spy more doesn't he true until he's eventually, unfortunately, caught. Yeah, um, so we move on to the next game. Yeah. Uh, marbles. Yeah, another... Simple as simple as that, marbles. Another slow sort of game with action. Again, just trying to build tension. And this one is actually trying to focus more on people's morality. See, I like this one because they said, okay, you're in teams of two. Yeah. And you've got a husband and wife who team up together. Yeah, this one dials... You're like, in, oh, that's not going to go well. This one really dials into the psyche of the human condition. Yeah. It literally... Because what it's just done is you've just basically... Teamed up ten players together who've just fought tooth and nail in the tug of war game, and they've gained this camaraderie, this friendship, this teamwork. So instantly, when they have to partner up in twos, they're like, "Right, I'm going to pick my most reliable friend, yeah, who's his friend from who, the tug of war game, who was ace in the last game." Yeah. Oh well, I'll go with him because we, we worked really well together. We fought together. We survived together. We're warriors. We're survivors. Let's team up. And loads of people were really chummy about that. And then you realize, and on the husband and wife team. Oh, of course, they're going to, yeah, because they re- they trust each other more than ever. Ali partners with Song Wu. I hear he went to university because <laughs> they're like they're like tight knit at this point. They're like best buddies. He even chooses him over his childhood best friend. Yeah, uh, he obviously chooses the old guy because a part of him's got like a soft spot for the old guy. I think there's a little bit of guilt there, isn't there? It's and... guilt because he he knows the old guy's never going to get picked by anyone, and also he knows the old guy's probably going to die if, if he's not picked. But there's, but at this point, none of them know what the game is. It's just, hey, just partner up. Yep. There and, you go. And then you find out that the game is you've got to get the... Through any type of game, you have to get the other 10 marbles from the other person, yeah. and then that person is executed. You're going to lose your best friend. Yeah, what a twist. <laughs> um, so first off, if you're wondering, the husband uh, survives, he wins the game, and his wife dies. Yeah, and, and he's consumed himself. by guilt, so he kills mm. himself anyway, so he should have just let her win. He should have just gave her the marbles. Yeah, 
I mean, you can use whatever means you want to get hold of these marbles apart from violence. You can't just beat some up and take the marbles. Yeah, well, the uh, the violent thug guy, he's losing terribly. He's about to lose all his marbles. And he says, well, this isn't fair. I'm terrible at this game. So he asks the guard if he can change the game. And because the guards offer equality, they let him change the game. And then it's one he's better at. And he ends up winning. Yeah. So, yeah, it's literally any game. And it's got to be fair. So there's, that's the only rules. Number one goes completely nuts at this point. Not nuts in a mad way, just a violent way. Just, oh, it, it, this looks like the neighborhood I grew up in. And he's just wandering around. Yeah. And he, but you find out. He basically acts more confused. So our yeah. main character, yeah. who's partnered up with him, ends up basically cheating a confused old man. Yeah, he's going through like an Alzheimer's episode. And the the guy's like, look, the timer is running out. We need to play this game. So they play. And he, even though this guy's having an Alzheimer's episode, he's still losing terribly to the old guy. Yeah. So then he's like, the only way I'm going to win this game is survive. I've got like two minutes left. So if I trick the old man, so he keeps telling him, are you sure that was what you chose? Because you told me this, not that. Yeah. And they choose odds and evens, which basically means if if you say odds and they have the odd marbles, you win. If they have, if they say even, uh, they win, basically, if you have even. So they're playing that game, and uh, he's losing terribly. So he's just like, are you sure you said odd? Yeah, I think I'm, you said even. You said even. You definitely said even. And next thing you know, the old boy's got no marbles left. And basically admits that he wasn't having an episode. He just wanted to see if his friend would be a dick. And his friend was a dick. So he was like, it's okay. I forgive you. I know you were being a dick. Here's my final marble and just accept what we thought. Well, most viewers thought was the old guy's death. <laughs> never see him die. Yeah, but you never see him die. Nah, and if you don't see him die, are they really dead? Sadly, nice guy Ali, which Ben likes to call Ali the fool because <laughs> mm. he's too nice. Uh, he wins. You can't be that nice in a life or death yeah. game. You just can't be. He wins every single game of odds and evens. Uh, he literally smashes it and Song Wu's panicking like mad. Yeah, because he like, should be cleverer than him because he yeah, went to university. He can't, yeah, he can't understand why he's losing so badly. So there's one marble left. If he loses that, he's shot in the head. He's panicking real bad because this guy's pointing a gun at his head at this point. And he's like, Ali, I know. Let's try and trick the other players into playing so we can both get our marbles. We'll trick them in, into losing games from us because you're so good at this game. And we'll, we'll both have 10 marbles and we'll go through. And he's like, but, oh, careful, just in case someone tries to steal your marbles, I'll take care of them. And oh. What he does is he's like, what we'll do is I'll rip my shirt and you can tie it to your neck and then you won't lose it. And he empties his marbles of the one marble he had, fills the bag full of stones, swaps uh, Ali's marbles out. So he has Ali's marbles and then puts his now bag of stones under his shirt, says I'm going to tie my shirt to it so it's like a rope and then tie it around your neck so nobody steals it. And then gives him a bag of rocks. And Ali goes wandering off. Yeah. The innocent fool he is, thinking he can get someone to play the game with them so they can get all 10 marbles. He obviously is unable to do that. Uh, the other guy then turns around to the guard and goes, I've got all 10. You said any game, anything, any way to get them. And I yeah. got them without violence. So the guard's like, fine, you pass. Ali's running around trying to find anyone, he can't just, find anyone. So he goes yeah. looking for his friend because he's like, well, like, some, we need to finish the game. We just see he's walking through the exit. And then you hear, bang, and then Ali's dead. And you hear his number called as executed. Yeah. Yeah. Very Song sad. Wu's showing those university brains. He is, yeah, manipulation. And then finally, the two girls, obviously a North Korean defect girl, which I can't remember her name either. Um, I, I, that's the thing I want to apologize for. 
if we if we, we can't we, remember we the butcher names. them anyway yeah so we're just going to generalize what their names are yeah. north korean defect girl and, and then and newly introduced tug of war girl who killed her father <laughs> are teamed up together they don't want to play this game because they like each other and they don't want each other to die so they decide to just sit and chat for 10 minutes and then they realize one of them's got to die by the end of this 10 minutes so they at the end of their nice little chat they'll have an all or nothing game and winner takes all and at the end of the chat they realize that the girl that killed her dad doesn't really have anything to live for and the other girl has a brother and a mother still left yeah so she cheats and just loses on purpose so that the north korean girl can continue she's obviously livid but also a little bit thankful because she didn't want anyone helping her out because she's very independent she is very a little bit too independent yeah just she... like north korea <laughs> yeah so and then we just see her walking out of the game room. She turns around and the other girl just gets shot in the head. It's quite grim. It is. She smiles and says thank you and then gets shot in the head. But she had a friend. She did. Which she... is something she probably hadn't had for years. So she died for something, I guess. Yeah. Bit of redemption. Bit of a redemption arc yeah, in a way. Yeah. So we lose pretty much everyone at that point. Yeah. Um, the next Oh, game... and the, the one girl, the one that smuggled everything in... She got away with it. She got away with it because the games, only, the only rule of the games really is equality. Everything is fair because no one teamed up with her. That's unfair. So she automatically gets to go and play on the next game. Yeah. So she found a loophole to not having to risk dying. So everyone turns up and she's there just chilling in the bed like, hey guys, you thought I was dead. I'm still here. <laughs> I love that. She was like, hey, in the prison, the, the, the um, thug guy's like, what the hell? She's not dead. And he's there just like, covered in his mate's guts like what the hell <laughs> she's just like hey you thought you got rid of me you little fucker yeah i love that um the next game is um uh, like a stepping stone game on a bridge suspended in the air quite a way down um at this point there's only 16 players left there is you're coming to the end of the games now there's only this and one more game it's there? it's so close towards the end of the game that the actual the backers the vips the, the billionaires that that are watching this, have obviously been watching this on screens at home, on giant TVs, have decided they want to see the end of the games. In so they've, person. They've flown in from all over the world, China, America. There's like several Americans, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There's definitely, they're not all Korean billionaires, certainly. Yeah, I, they're, they're from all over. There was a Chinese guy who spoke in Mandarin. There was an, two Americans. The one who wanted to fuck the... Uh... There was a European, I think. He was. He didn't sound American. I don't yeah. think skinny guy. He didn't sound American. Yeah, there was one who was like, hey, how about, you know, uh, you were basically hitting on one of, the, one of the staff. Yeah, the staff that served drinks to the rich. Yeah, he but was hitting on him and... Uh, turns out it was the police guy who infiltrated. But, um, yeah, he wasn't Japanese. He no, wasn't he was Korean. American. He, he was, was American. Yeah, he had a proper Texas accent either. He, he, he was Caucasian too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they have these weird I liked gold how animal had... masks on. It's I... got a cool look in it all is, fairness. Yeah. I liked how they had this, like, really Texas fat rich guy yeah. and he was gay <laughs> it's like only in texas they all love a bit of dick anyone who moans about it yeah anyone that moans about homosexuality yeah you always find him with a dick in their mouth at some point <laughs> you just do yeah so yeah they've flown in they've got the fancy masks each one is an animal mask obviously to cover their identity but i'm sure they all know each other yeah to be fair um they've obviously got that for uh, if the police ever find them it covers their identity while they escape they've literally they've got, got an escape they've got escape that's, routes that's, in the kitchen haven't they that's got bombs in it so that's they just can blow one, up behind them you know it's, that's just uh, one we know of there's probably yeah. the others there's probably one in that vip room say that fancy vip room you know i think those women are alive they're just not allowed to move 
you know yeah. the women's yeah, statues? Yeah, yeah. Because he leans back on one and the boob moves. Yeah. So <laughs> I think they're either alive and they're just not allowed to move or they're like sort of statues that are soft, maybe. Sex I'm dolls. Sh- I'm sure he leans back on his head and the, the boob moves next to his head. Yeah. I'm down for it. Yeah. But uh, it was very strange decor. Yeah. I don't think this game, the Stepping Stone game, is fair. It's not fair at all. No. This one was the most interesting one because it was all. there's always an element of luck in this, obviously, because she was luck. Everyone thought she was unlucky that she didn't play the Marvel game, but she was lucky. Yeah. And obviously in red light, green light, if you started, if you stood at the front, you're lucky because you're like, you know, unless you were that first guy who got shot, who ran, it's easier to get to the end. Yeah. If you're at the back, you've got further to travel every time you've got to stop. So luck plays a part. If you pick you when the 16 players that are left go, they have to pick a jacket, and the jacket signifies who goes in what order. If you pick 16th, you go last, first, you go first. If you go first, your probability is a survival of basically zero. Yeah. So the idea that's is that's not really fair. So this bridge is up in the air. One pane of glass it will not take your weight, and the other pane of glass will take the weight of two people. Tempered glass. Um now that's great. I mean, it's stepping stones. As I say, if if you if you're first, you're dead. Fifteen steps. Fifteen steps. If you're first, you're dead. Yeah. In fact, if you're not last, you're probably dead. Yeah. The probability the probability of survival is very very low on this but one. They work their way. There's a mathematician in it, isn't there? And he works out his yeah. probability of survival once it's, it's his turn. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like seven thousand and something. But you know, so I mean, there's a few little twists and turns. The annoying, obnoxious woman. Um, kills the gangster by basically just sort of jumping on him and pushing him onto a plane of untempered glass and they both fall to their death. She'd have been gutted if she'd pushed him onto a regular yeah. because he would have just thrown her off. Yeah, he? that's it. And then he comes to the, so the mid-order pack Yeah, and there's a guy and he's like, hey, I, I, I made glass for 30 years. I, I can tell from he the was angle. Ne- he was near the end. Yeah. He was fourth. Yeah. He was... So he's like, I, 12 or 13. I, I can tell from the 14. angle of the light, if I look down, if I look at it from a certain angle, I can see where the, where the light's hitting it, if it's tempered or not. And they bounce across like a two or three yeah. stepping stones that way. And to the billionaires, are like, well, this is boring. So they turn the lights off so you can't see yeah. it. Now, I thought this game was about fairness. Yeah. It wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. Everyone's yeah. got an equal chance. It wasn't fair. Well, he's using skills yeah. to... Yeah, I mean, I can. The argument is there. Well, he's got the skill set, but they should know he's got that skill set. They didn't know because they they literally have everything about you in a file. Yeah, they had to check, and they were like, "Oh, so then they turned the lights off, so he couldn't see the light." But that's not fair because he's using acquired skills and experiences. Well, it wasn't fair that the they could shove you off the glass either. They should have said non-violence is allowed, but they, they allowed violence. So. Literally, one person was like, move or I'll push you off the glass. And he didn't move. So, oh, it was the, the thug guy, wasn't it? Yeah. So he went to push him off the glass. And the thug guy just pushed him to the side. So he died unnecessarily. Yeah. So a lot of the deaths on that were unnecessary. And not just to mention that, if they'd have used teamwork, they'd have done that and not died. If they'd have tied all their jackets together and then tied it to the waist of someone, if that person had then jumped and fell, they could have pulled him back up again because there would have been 15 players to pull him back up. True, but no one's thinking that far. I know, oh, yeah, but that's what they should have done. They should have been like, look, there's 50, 16 of yeah, us. Yeah, but then they just have another game. And about eight of us have jackets. Mm. And then they could have tied it off. But then they got me with the marble game. It's like, you've got to get the 20 marbles. Oh, no. Even... What if I just get the t- What if we just go, all right, well, we, we've been playing for half an hour and we're both still on 10. So what you only have 10 then? minutes. Yeah, well, all right, then see you. You both die. 
Oh. If, you, if nobody wins by that, about 10 minutes, they both get shot. Oh, all right, then. Yeah. Um, with the if if all of them would have worked in a team, like I just said, and tied the jackets and jumped from one to one, and they made it there using their brains instead of just shoving each other off at this point, um, they would have all died anyway at the end because that's why they gave them the steak knives. Yeah, yeah. So they would have all just sat on that triangle, and at the end they would have all been given a steak knife, and it would have just been a brutal massacre. Yeah. Until yeah. there was only two or three players left, and they would have stopped it. That's true. Because Squid Game is the last game, the name of the show. Yeah. And that's like a North Korean version of of tag. Important to note that. The once they turn the tempered glass off, Sung Woo shows his colours again and shoves the tempered glass guy into the glass to make sure it's not the yeah the, the normal he's glass. he's really turned he's really, yeah. you know like he in wrestling when, nice. when you 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 your your good guy goes bad yeah it's called a heel turn yeah. this is Sung Woo's heel turn I don't think he was ever a good guy you could see those. I don't know. It was probably that on Ali, to be fair. But this is where he goes full evil. He He's, murders. He goes someone. full heel. Yeah, he murders this. that guy. He's like, "Well, can you tell or not?" He's like, "Nah," because the lights are off, and he just shoves him. Do you think he learned that at university? Probably. Yeah. He then jumps onto the tempered glass, jumps onto the other one because the rich people are a little bit pissed off with it. They just let the glass blow. Well, it was going to blow anyway on the time. Yeah. If you're still on the bridge, yeah. When when the timer expires, the glass just blows up and yeah. up, like, which is. And would have shredded you, yeah, which you probably were. would have been a lot quicker than falling. In all fairness, yeah. the young the young girl from North Korea gets hit with a massive shard of glass because she was she was uh, at the side at the time. The other two get grazed with the glass; their face yeah. gets cut up a little bit. But she gets a massive shot shard, which is weird because she's skinny as heck, man. But it hits her right in the back, doesn't it? It's sort of to the side of the stomach. I thought it was in the back and it went through into the stomach. No, maybe went, either way, they yeah. they. If any of them knew basic first aid, they would know not to remove that. Yeah, it's like a ten-inch piece of glass. Yeah, and it's like you shouldn't. I know, I know that she's bleeding out, but she's not going to get any better in here anyway. No. She probably lasts a little bit longer because that's stopping her bleeding. Yeah, she goes, she goes to the bathroom, pulls that out, tries to create some bandages, goes to the meal, which is like a really cool aesthetic sort of murder meal where they're yeah. all kind of sat in a triangle, so they can all. They're none of them trust each other now because they've just seen. Uh, like mass murder of people shoving each other off the glass so they're all there eating that medium rare steak just staring at each other with this big sharp knife just eating like who's gonna fucking try and stab me next yeah and yeah. then they clean away the aesthetics are cool there's food everywhere it's a cool triangle they're all dressed up in suits take the food away when they're done and they're all left they just put the steak knife back on they clean it and then put it right in front of them just sort of say you can still kill each other if you want to She's obviously mm. barely eating because she's struggling not to throw up from the blood loss. Yeah. And she's like trying not to pass out. Then they've basically got to go to bed before the final game. But they're there literally sat staring at each other. Three beds left in the room, each clutching their steak knife, staring yeah. at each other, waiting for each other to, to, to fall asleep just in case they need to either fight for their survival or murder each other. Song we would kill them both in their sleep. Yeah, he would. Well, he wants to, doesn't he? But then he falls asleep. The main character's going to kill him. But then the North Korean girl says, don't do that. Just because he's the bad guy doesn't mean you have to be a bad guy. That's not in you. You're a good person. And he decides not to. But then she passes out from blood loss. He panics. He starts banging on the door to try and get her saved. And they run in. He's like, yes, they're going to save her. And they come in with that fucking box. Yeah. And she's like, why are you bringing the box? She's not dead. Turns around. Song Wu's there. Knife covered in blood. And she's there, like, holding her throat. And it's pissing out with blood. And she's yeah. got blood coming from her side. And they just chuck her in the box and take her. It's like, wow. <laughs> Knock him out because he tries to stab Song Wu. He, he really did go a bit nuts then. Yeah. 
Song Wu just fucking stood there like she was going to die anyway, so put her out of her misery. The thing is, even if he wins all that money, yeah, right, he's still going to go to jail. Yeah, he gets back to, he's he's basically been playing because because I don't know if we mentioned he'd been to university in a business class. Yeah, uh, he finished top. Yeah, uh, he's like a hedge fund guy. Yeah, investments banker, and he's been playing fast and loose with the money. He's lost a shit ton of money that wasn't his. Yeah. The so police are after the police him. are after him. He's just gone. He's, he's just like in hiding and like even if he came out with the money and gone. Oh, by the way, I've I've actually recovered all the money. They're going to go great. Hand it over. You're still yeah. going to jail. I think his plan was to pay off the debts of his mother because he put his mother's shop up for collateral. Leave yeah. his mother some money and then run off with the rest of the money and start a new life somewhere else because that's like disappear by your own island type money. It is. It was a lot. And he'd been avoiding the police for some while. But yeah, the, the final game, as Ben said earlier, is literally they wake up in the morning. Obviously, the one guy got knocked out, the main character. And it's Squid Game, which is shown. They show you the game. Uh, it's just a, a sort of yeah, South Korean game. They show it you at the beginning of the show. Uh, they, it's a weird game. We don't really understand it. They kind of have to hop, don't they? They start with the attack. There's an attacker and a defender. The attacker has to get his foot into the, the area that's designated the head of the squid. Yeah. He has um, to hop on one leg until he gets to that point. Yeah, until he decides he wants to move into the. Uh, he can hop. He has to hop along the perimeter, but the second he wants to move in, yeah, he, he, he then can use both legs, and then he can run to the end. But and then he wins. It's like no holds bars. Think of um. There used to be a game years ago. Um, you could they called British Bulldog. Yeah, and the idea was you'd have a line of people and you'd run at that line of people and you had to barge your way through and it was quite violent and that's why they banned it. Yeah. Yeah, so generation there with two soft. Down. I remember that, yeah. Um, but it's kind of like it's like think of that, except in this one little area, and you can do whatever you want to stop them. Beat um, the shit out of each other. You basically. can beat the shit out of each other, and they do beat the shit out of each and other. And in this, they decide it's going to be a murder game. They decide they all the rich people are watching in, in from above, literally in a pane of glass, like uh, you do when you when like my modern day Roman emperors watching yeah. two gladiators it's in like, the Colosseum. Uh, when the police watch you as well, they can't yeah. see. It's like the glass is one way. And they're just basically watching them beat the shit out of each other. It's a murder game. They're, like, going for it. They're, like, trying to kill each other. I mean, the main character bites the guy's fucking heel out, doesn't he? Yeah. So he ain't going anywhere. He ain't walking anytime soon. They've, and they've some, got their knife. Yeah. They've got the knives, yeah. haven't they? So they're trying to stab each other. They're going for each other hard. But eventually, uh, our main character does get the upper hand. Song Wu's lay on the, in the mud. It's raining. He's still alive. Yeah. Um, but he kills himself. Yeah, well, a bit of bit of seppuku maybe, and it's like well, in his own head. Not he's, he's not stabbing himself in the gut; he stabs himself yeah. in the neck. At the end, he's defeated. He can't walk. He can't move. His knife is is gone, but he can still reach one of the knives. And because uh, literally, the main character stabs his knife at his side, doesn't yeah. he? His face, and all he's got to do is walk to the end, and he wins. And Song Wu will get executed. The guy, literally, the staff member walks up to him, points his gun at him because he thinks he's about to walk to the end. So he's about to execute Song Wu. And he gets one step away and he goes, man, I can't kill my childhood best friend. Turns around, walks back to him and goes, if we both vote now to leave, we can leave and we can go home and we can try and make this, you know, make... We can try and put this horrible nightmare behind us. But that means that basically this rich guy, that well, ex-rich guy that he is, Song Wu, will then have to go back and face the music and get arrested mm. and go to jail and his mom will lose everything and his life will be over anyway. So he thinks, well, if I kill myself, at least my, my, my friend might forgive me for all the shit I've done. He's feeling really guilty because he's murdered people at this point. 
And uh, he's like, maybe my friend will even take care of my mom. I mean, she's like his second mom. So he just grabs his knife and stabs himself in the neck and ends it all. Bleeds out. And our main character obviously wins the squid game. Wins the money. Wins all that piggy bank. With a hefty dose. Not only does he get all the money, he also gets a hefty dose of PTSD, I'd imagine. Yeah. The series basically ends. He goes back to his normal life. He's depressed for a very long his time. His mom's dead. His mom dies of diabetes, which is the whole reason why he went into the game, because he was going to leave it, but his mom needed surgery because of her diabetes getting so bad. And uh, he literally decides not to spend the money, gets severely depressed for a while. Then he thinks, fuck it, you know what? I'm going to clean myself up, get myself a nice new red hair, dude. Yeah. So everyone knows how pissed I am and how angry I am at the world, but I'm going to make my life better. Goes to visit his daughter, or he's about to. Goes to jump on a plane, but then decides, because he sees the squid game being the um, the recruiter, we'll call him, yeah. at the train station, recruiting people for the next game. He's He can't help but keep thinking about it as he took the card off of one of the new people being recruited and how the games are still going on and these atrocities continue every year and it infuriates him so he just can't get on that plane. So he rings the number and who answers? The front man, who it turns out is the police officer's brother. Yeah. Who shot his brother in the shoulder and he fell from a cliff to maybe his death, we don't know. That's unanswered and maybe answered if we get a season two. I hope so, because he was one of my favourite characters, the police officer, and he did really well for a long time. He did, he did pretty well. Really he didn't well. know any of the rules. He did very well. Very well. And uh, he gets shot, falls into the ocean, unknown. Uh, calls him and the front man answers. And goes, get on the plane, which means they're watching him. Even yeah. after he's won, they watch all the winners and anyone who leaves constant surveillance. Of course they do. You don't want him, you don't want him to plague into the world, do you? Yeah, if he goes to the police, instant execution. So then he's going, fuck this shit. I'm a millionaire. I'm going to use my money, my resources to fuck these guys up, find them and end these games. And then the show ends. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's not um, it's not a new concept. It's been done before. It's been done before. I think what sets this show apart is the um, is the aesthetic, is the look, the very striking way it's yeah. designed. There's, there's clearly going to be pops made of the of the staff. Oh fuck! You're yeah. going to be able to buy vinyl. Oh, Halloween this year is just going to be Squid Game yeah. staff. The outfits are great. They they really stand out. They're like a pinky red sort of jumpsuit. The uh, masks are awesome. They have like a sound synthesizer. You have a shape on your face, like a PlayStation mark, like Ben said. They're kind of like these black things that open and close, kind of like an Iron Man mask almost when you put yeah. it on. It's awesome. Uh, the games, they, they're really aesthetically pleasing. They look amazing. Some of the, like the tug of war one looked great. The glass one looked great. The, uh, even the red light, green light was pretty aesthetically pleasing. It had paintings all on the wall that made yeah. it look like a playground. And then obviously the rooms, the the, the sort of like the stair thing that literally looks like the that infinity painting, yeah, that infinity stairs staircase. painting, and even the rooms, the, the the three bed bunk beds look very uh, aesthetically pleasing. They do, they? yeah. I wouldn't have slept in one of them. And every time people die, when they come back to their rooms to sleep in the evening, there's less beds. Yeah. And they're shaped differently to suit the the needs of the players, which is very clever. It's all very aesthetically pleasing. It was great. I mean, that... it was a good show. I don't know if I'd go like nuts over it like people are. I've seen it. I've seen exactly that show before. Battle Royale, the movie for a start. Is that I mean, why you think that it was so popular? Because of the aesthetics, because it looked so good. I think the look plays a long part. Right. And I think that you're also catering to a generation that hasn't seen so much of that. Yeah. 
that, human that beings sort of, are magpies. You're saying that it's pretty. So yeah, it's like pretty. Magic. So and also that, that I'd agree sort with of that concept um, and the psychology behind it. Like when do you yeah. become a scumbag? Yeah, because that's all this game is. Like when do you turn on the people closest to you? Yeah, because yeah. you will have to at some point. Yeah, you know, if me and Sean are at the end, we're in the squid game. We're best friends. We made it all the way through. One of us is going to have to die by the other's hand, aren't we? I'm biting that ankle. <laughs> but all you want, I'll stab you in the fucking neck. <laughs> in this scenario, I've already knocked the knife. Well, we could go on a bit scenarios all, all day, but yeah, we're going to be fighting to the death. Yeah, I, I'd win the squid game. I'm sorry. I just I see you, mate. Bye. You don't know that. Anything could happen. <laughs> I'd be like, see you. I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, we can go home, man. I'd be like, see you, man. I'll miss you. Look. We can go home, you I'll know. I'll let Max know you miss him. Like, can we? Yeah. And then I go, <laughs> in the back. In the back. In the back. Always in the back. Always in the man. back. Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot about I'm, you, I'm man. I'm a backdoor man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's it's a number of things. Um, aesthetics obviously play a big part, but politically, uh, economically, they're two big things that like in, in the world where we've just hit, been hit with a pandemic and loads of people have died and the economic strife and we literally are going to hit recessions probably in every country. Lots of people in debt. Debt's going high so people can relate to the suffering, the strife and the struggle that so many other people are going through. So it's kind of that collective mindset, which Squid Game is all about, that collective mindset of suffering and pain and that quick, easy way of getting out. That's what it's about, isn't it? That rush, it's yeah. just a quick, easy way of getting out and being, you know, every, all your problems are solved. And also economically, I think that um, so many people are frustrated with capitalism. They feel like it's failing them. More people in any generation before feel like capitalism is failing them. It's not the golden age like it was. That's why we're doing this. It's part of our sort of mini series of um, the failings of society that is falling. Fall, that's why it's falling. That's why it's crumbling. Uh, capitalism feels like it's failing people now. It's not that golden age like it was in America. That's because you it was running the squeaky as a bunch of fucking corrupt billionaires. And that's why they've done it that way. So you, the villains essentially are the rich people and they were never at any risk. All, the, all of them survive. They all go home. The one guy gets knocked out and that's it. They're all rich and safe and fine in their ivory towers where all these yeah. poor people that... Fighting the, to the death yeah. in the mud. Society failed them. And because of that, they basically now have to die to try and claw their way out. And it's kind of, it's showing the failings of capitalism, but it's also showing the failings of the human condition and also how we can claw our way out of it and our obsession with that quick fix rather than working hard to try and get our way out of it. And I think that attracts a lot of people because a lot of people are like, oh man, my life sucks. You know, I'm in debt. I haven't got any money. I wish my life was better. I wish I could, how many people do you meet? Go, I wish I could win the lottery. Oh God, loads. Because we were obsessed with that quick fix, that easy option. And it's not always an option, but I think that's what's kind of making people gravitate to it. Yeah. I'd go with that. Yeah. I'd probably fully agree with that. You know, the system's failing. Uh, it's because of the, you know, corruption of, the, of, both, of those at the yeah, top. Politicians failing us, rich people exploiting us. I mean, I am pro-capitalism. I think it's the best option, but I also think it's got a lot of failings. And in countries like that, where they don't have any sort of systems to, to help save the poorest of the poor or help people that have gambling addictions, you know, there's nothing there. There's no support in some of those countries. There's, no. It's just capitalism, and they are literally just being failed. Yeah, of course. It's, uh... And it is very sad. All right, that's it, I think. Yeah.
Um, so I say, I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Always chase the cheese. Always chase the cheese. Um, and um, follow us on um, Facebook, uh, Devil's Advocate. and um, Anchor YouTube, Spotify. Anchor YouTube, Spotify. Apple YouTube Podcast. is uh, Devil's Advocate Podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye.